TJF, everyone. It's Friday, December 1st, 2023. This week's topic, Amazon is everywhere. The American consumer keeps proving time and again it has some serious resiliency. That was on display last weekend as people from coast to coast were scooping up deals in their shopping baskets as the holiday season commenced. Many continue to purchase on the go or from their couch. Online sales now account for over 15% of retail today. The number keeps growing. Online sales for Cyber Week, driven by the five days from Thanksgiving, increased 7.8% compared to last year. In total, $38 billion was spent online. Nearly $100 billion was spent the whole month of November. But people still hit the stores, including our very own Meredith Rosen and her trusty sidekick, Roxanne. Physical retail store traffic was up 1.5% for the Black Friday weekend. There were 120 million others that joined Rox and Mare. Well, sort of. Of course, they were scattered throughout the shopping malls nationwide, but they weren't all in Marin County like the Rosens. Resilient consumers have not only led the American economy rebound with a vengeance, they've also shaped the logistical winners and losers. Amazon is reportedly set to take hold of the annual delivery crown for the first time. The company is expected to have shipped a total of 4.8 billion packages in the U.S. before Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That is Amazon on track to deliver nearly 6 billion packages for 2023. For perspective, UPS, the closest rival, only handled 3.4 billion packages in the first nine months of the year. UPS also said it's unlikely to exceed last year's record of 5.3 billion. FedEx's domestic parcel volume is even less. What's more, both companies even include packages they hand off to the U.S. Postal Service for final delivery. Amazon is now America's largest shipper in the shipping business. And it wasn't that long ago that UPS and FedEx thought the idea of Amazon competing was a pipe dream. Amazon was their customer and provided a huge source of growth for their businesses. In 2016, FedEx founder and then-CEO Fred Smith even called such an idea fantastical. Three years later, FedEx and Amazon went through a very public divorce. Amazon continued to scale its business and invest in its own delivery service. Now you see those prime trucks and vans everywhere. In fact, Amazon owns 11 planes and leases another 100-plus for deliveries around the globe. Amazon still works with UPS but it only represents 11% of revenue. Jeff Bezos had a vision. From a garage in Seattle, it started with books and has moved way beyond. Today, Amazon delivers pretty much anything, anywhere. It's one of the most innovative companies America's ever produced. Logistical innovations such as flex drivers, same-day delivery centers, warehouse robots, and AI make it happen. Competition has responded. Walmart and Target have sped up deliveries by fulfilling orders closer to customers. But Amazon's storeless makes the company nimble. It remains a clear industry leader. So what's next? Amazon has clearly shown its power in residential delivery. Its core strength is anchored in one-way operations and its its existing network. That's evolving as it expands its global reach and leverages other providers to deliver the same level of service or things like pickup returns. Amazon has a large and loyal customer base. The annual membership dues for Prime got raised. Some on the street feared that would lead to large cancellations. No such thing. Amazon's subscription business has grown steadily. There are now over 150 million Prime users in America. That's nearly half the population. There's over 200 million worldwide. The launch of new services increases the growth runway for the Prime subscription business at home and abroad. Now, this was a busy week for Amazon. In addition to the holiday retail frenzy upon us, Amazon's cloud business division, AWS, introduced a comprehensive generative artificial intelligence strategy. It features an intriguing new digital assistant named Amazon Q. It's like Amazon's digital partner or buddy. The AI chatbot can get help fast, 
relevant answers to pressing questions, solve problems, generate content, and take actions using the data and expertise found within an existing network. According to Amazon, when you chat with Amazon Q, it provides immediate relevant information and advice to help streamline tasks, speed decision-making, and help spark creativity and innovation at work. This is Amazon's answer to ChatGPT. Microsoft and Google have taken the lead in AI. Amazon's going to be a big player too. Now, Q got most of the attention at the event, but there are lots of important and interconnected elements beneath it. That's usually the case. The hard and important work is behind the scenes and below the surface. The new AI architecture has three layers. Those are infrastructure, platform tools, and applications. AWS debuted a combination of new offerings and important enhancement to existing products that tied together to form a complete solution in what's become the white-hot field of Gen AI. There were so many announcements in a field that so few still really understand. Many were a bit confused by what exactly Amazon unveiled. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time. Tech companies often struggle to articulate what they're seeing and what they're doing in we lay people terms. The key takeaway here is that Amazon is focused on delivering choice. That was a theme that was repeated throughout the launch. Amazon is playing neutral, trying not to force customers to use only Amazon solutions. Now, I'm no tech expert, and I certainly don't understand all this stuff, but I try to explain in a way that makes sense for all. Q's chatbot-style experience is similar to what other companies currently offer. Chances are you've seen chatbots pop up at your bank or while booking a flight or a hotel. This is a very basic and common form of AI used today. You get the idea. Amazon's strategy for Q is the companies who are looking for a quote-unquote easy button solution for getting Gen AI applications deployed in their company. They can use Q as is. Companies who are interested in doing more customized solutions, on the other hand, can create some of their own projects and workflows with Q too. In case you were wondering, Q is either named after the character in the James Bond movies or the Q character in the Star Trek TV shows. Apparently, there's even a divide on this within Amazon. No one knows. Now, Amazon keeps pushing forward with its aggressive and innovative style. In September, the company invested $4 billion in the AI startup Anthropic. The San Francisco-based company was founded by former staffers from OpenAI, the company that owns ChatGPT. Amazon's also been rolling out new services, including an update for the popular Alexa, which will allow users to have more human-like conversations and AI-generated summaries of product reviews for consumers looking to purchase on Amazon. One thing's certain, Amazon is really good at helping people spend money. So goodbye November and hello December. The stock market had its best month since the summer of 2022. What a difference in a hurry. The November rally snapped the three-month uh, losing streak, which brought a near 10% decline. What's more, with the slide in interest rates, the bond market had its best month since 1985. That's a long time ago. Lower rates have been the elixir for higher stock prices. The question is the reason for the decline. It could be the cooling inflation and slowing economic data means the Fed is done and a soft landing is ahead. The flip side is that economic output is slowing and recession is ahead, which means all expectations for 2024 growth could be a barrage. It's too early to tell, but it sure has been nice to see the rally after a brutal transition from summer to fall. Something fascinating, the S&P 500 closed on November 30th, 2023 at the exact same level as November 30th, 2021. There's been wide swings up and down while the stock market has made no real progress. We're studying developments closely and are prepared for another bumpy ride in the new year. Now, our nation lost three iconic Americans. Rosalind Carter, Charlie Munger, and Henry Kissinger lived long and prosperous lives and left a lasting legacy for the American people. 
Kissinger was 100 years old. Munger missed a century mark by a month. Carter was 96. Charlie Munger was a legendary investor and the right-hand man to Warren Buffett at Berkshire Hathaway. Both are self-made Nebraskans born in an age where American prosperity was on the rise in the wake of the Industrial Revolution. Known for his quick wit and shrewd intelligence, Munger was known for clever quotes. I'll leave you with two of my favorites. On success, Charlie Munger said, quote, It's so simple. You spend less than you earn. Invest shrewdly and avoid toxic people and toxic activities. And try to keep learning all your life, end quote. On passion, quote, You'll do better if you have passion for something in which you have aptitude. If Warren Buffett had gone into ballet, no one would have heard of him, end quote. <laughs> That's true. So have a nice weekend. We'll be back dark and early on Monday. I'm Mike Frazier.